0: Three, two, one. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk. I'm Andrea Collins-White, your moderator for the evening and Let's Talk co-host. Tonight, prepare to be empowered by three dynamic guests who will be sure to get you ready to really live your absolute best life. You are definitely in for a treat tonight, so sit back. Enjoy and be sure to post your comments. Also, don't forget to like, share and subscribe to Let's Talk 1943 on any and all social media platforms. Now, let's meet tonight's platform guests. This East Carolina University alum is a certified personal trainer with almost a decade of experience. She is the proud owner of Triform Fitness, where her focus is on educating her clients in how to make holistic lifestyle changes through fitness. Please welcome to the Let's Talk platform, Alicia Shorty Jones. Hey, let's talk guys. Our next guest works as a healthcare revenue cycle director, co-owner of Fitz Apparel and Accessories and co-founder of Queens of North Carolina Fitness Group. She maintains the belief that a healthy lifestyle benefits everyone. Please give a warm Let's Talk welcome to Keedrian Coleman.
1: Hi everyone,
0: let's talk. And as a holistic healer, master coach, and owner of Holistic Restoration, our next guest specializes in the connection between the body, mind, and spirit, teaching simple yet effective processes that will help you to overcome perfectionism and procrastination. Through 12 levels of Holistic Restoration, her clients learn to reduce overwhelm, increase life balance, and gain confidence and clarity to take consistent action and live in more fully aligned with their purpose and potential. Let's welcome Chrissy Key
2: Rollins. Thank you, it's such an honor to be here, ladies.
0: And now let's welcome our Let's Talk crew. Give a hearty welcome to new york native and atlanta local let's talk co-host carla morgan hey everybody let's talk now everyone sit back turn your televisions and the devices way up and prepare for another informative evening as we welcome let's talk host regina
3: smithwick Hello everyone. Let's talk. I hope you're ready for tonight's show. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. We're going to learn some stuff about body, mind, and spirit. So let's get ready and let's talk. Welcome back to Let's Talk. Good evening, ladies. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, panelists. Thank you, my crew. Um, We'll go ahead and get started. I wanted to start off with a nice prayer to get this open, so just give me a moment. Lord, thank you so much for everything you have provided to us. Thank you for using us once again as that vessel to be able to bring out this information. Thank you for the panelists that are going to help us with mind, body, and spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen.
3: Amen, amen, amen. How are everybody doing tonight? Awesome. Ready, ready to talk, talk. ready to let's talk. Let's talk, let's get ready to talk. Okay, well, let's just jump in. Like I always say, let's just go ahead and get it popping. So, um, let's ask this question What do fitness mean to you? And I'll go around the horn. So, um, Alicia, you want to start?
4: Yeah, sure. Um, for me, fitness is when the mind, body, and spirit is connected as one. Um, so you pretty
3: much feel whole as a whole, the whole package deal, the whole package deal. Okay. Um, Kendra, you want to go?
1: Sure. Um, I'll echo what Alicia said, but also for me, it is feeling good and looking good, not just um, in uh, external, but internal as well. All
2: right. Christy? Yes, absolutely. I totally reflect the same body, mind, and spirit alignment. And to me, when we find that balance, then our internal balance is reflected by the external balance of our our body and our energy and our... uh, like overall state of presence brings to the table.
3: All right. Well, Christy, I want you to start this one off. So seeing that you bring the holistic kind of the other side of this fitness, your part, how important is your part into the whole fitness job?
2: yeah well i can only speak from my own first-hand experience and for me the piece that i bring to the table was the glue that held all the pieces that i picked up along the way together and it's the thing that allowed me to show up consistently in my life which is why i focus a lot of that with my clients is how to take that consistent focus consistent action so that we can move out of old non-serving patterns and habits and build new ones but we have to be aligned or for myself i had to align myself uh more fully in the body mind and spirit in order to show up consistently so for me i had a lot of the pieces of the puzzle i just wasn't using them all the time and until i started to incorporate some self-love some balancing of the relationship that i had with myself and taking a, a more radical approach and a higher level of responsibility for my own authenticity, integrity, and emotional responsibility. That's where it became just second nature instead of something that I had to force myself to do or something I was really good at until I hit goals and then started to backslide. (laughs) So for me, it's absolutely essential if this is going to be an ongoing lifestyle experience for you.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, all right well I'll go ahead and uh, Alicia one of you want to join on that one so what is your part as a professional um, trainer what is your um, part in fitness I,
4: say, I feel like my, uh, my part is the planning for the ones that aren't sure what they should actually go out and do um, in the gym or at home and also the big part is the accountability part so keeping people accountable because a lot of times that's the main issue with uh the fitness is not having someone keep you accountable so mm-hmm. for me most of my clients are accountability they don't have something to
3: schedule with me they're probably not doing it <laughs> on their own so <laughs> and that's, that's and that's kind of yeah I, <laughs> yeah being accountable it takes time to get there all right miss colman you want to add your yeah oh.
1: I think for me, because I'm not a certified trainer, I am with you, the other ladies. Um, I am just on this fitness journey and just trying to just remain healthy. Um, I would say my piece is holding people accountable as far as friends, um, friends family members, and just showing people that it is possible to live a healthy life um, by working out and eating as clean as possible or, or, or watching what you eat some of the time
3: yeah and that i would say for me uh, like i was telling y'all it's been i had um gastric bypass surgery april 19 2010 and i've been doing fitness a little bit before then on and off but i got really serious about it before my surgery because you know you have to kind of start that mindset before then because it's not a um it's not, a, this, okay, you get the surgery, everything's fine, your life is great, like, no. I tell people all the time, you have to work out on a regular basis. This is not something you just do and get fixed. And you're like, okay, I did it, I had the surgery, everything's fine, Like no, 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 no. It's not, you gotta have to actually still eat right, you still have to work out, you still, it's just a tool to get a massive amount of weight off at one time, but it's not guaranteed to keep it off. Because a lot of people do the surgery and they gain weight back because they're not mindset it's not set right mm-hmm. that's the key is your mind is a key to everything you yeah. cannot bypass your mind for nothing everything goes from here and it goes internal and out external so right. i definitely would say that um Pam, you have anything you want to say about that my
5: crew i just say i agree um I I had to change my mindset and just realize I work out three to four times a week and it's not necessarily to lose weight it's to maintain to tone and just to feel good about myself you know physically and in my skin and in my body so yeah that's an important thing for me but it's about the mind and changing it and just making it work for what your needs are and that I think that keeps you more consistent just tailoring it to you
0: so mm mm-hmm and i agree with everything that you've said but you know i i, I jotted down just a few things that i've heard um chrissy i heard you say move out of the old patterns and then i think i've heard all of you say um change in the mindset alicia said to show i think it was Alicia who said show up consistent consistently mm-hmm. so i guess um with that and i agree that's that's key that's necessary but how do you do that How do you do that? You know, not everyone is as um, determined as maybe Regina to get up every morning at 4.30 to work out, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe everyone's not there. I know, I'm speaking for me.
5: Um, Don't be
3: scared of the morning, ladies. The morning is where the magic happens. It happens in the morning. No, no, but but really,
0: I get up. My daughter and I, we get up now. At our intentions are to be out by five 15.
3: she
0: is around five thirty. And we're out and we walk, right? And we mm-hmm. do that If we do that in the mornings. Okay. So I'm getting there. But it's not right. but, but how 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 do you speak to someone who has been in this same shell for 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, and now you're saying you have to change the mindset, but you've had 40, 50, 60 years of the mindset that you're that you're in now, that you have now. How do you go about changing that? The, um, you know what I mean? Or, or getting to that place where you're showing up consistently.
4: I think you have to figure out your why. Mm-hmm. And so um, no. um the why part I think is the biggest part. Some people they start out and say, Oh, I want to do this journey because I want to lose weight. but well, why do you want to lose weight? It's, mm-hmm. it's not, what's What's the deeper issue? What is mm-hmm. making you feel that way? And when, once you start getting that and understanding that, then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, this is what, the reason why I'm doing it. So I'm going to put this plan into place and I'm going to work this plan. And some yeah. days may be hard days. You may not do it. Other days may be easier days. We just got to keep stepping forward, though. So a lot of people like to fall off. They may have a bad day then the next day. Okay, you had two bad days, that's cool. The third day we're gonna get up and we're gonna start over again. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's I'm
3: all gonna, the
2: techniques. yeah I'm gonna expand right on that because I totally agree that why on the mornings that I don't get up and feel like doing things I've learned how to align my life so that it matters <laughs> it matters if it if I show up or not because I know that I'm not just showing up for me I'm showing up for all the people that are following me that are inspired by me that I'm being an example to I'm getting up for my daughter I'm getting up for you know all of humanity quite frankly and that that allowed me to kind of move out of 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 just having that why being a number on a scale or a size in a closet, and it allowed my why to be bigger than how I felt in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's like the tipping point for me. When you can get a why that's bigger than how you feel in the moment, then it doesn't matter how you feel. You're going to wake up, you're going to make it to the gym, you're going to make sure you get your butter, you're going to make sure that your nutrition is on point because it's right. not about this uh, superficial physical expression. It is about a, an authentic expression for me, an authentic expression of who I am on the the inside and for me the the tipping point as well besides having that why was um an understanding a deep understanding that in the areas that I believe and that we believe we need to be more disciplined because that's what most of us start to think oh I'm just not that disciplined I don't have the willpower for myself I found that in those areas what I was really lacking was self-love so on the days that I wasn't disciplined enough, I focused on loving myself no matter how I showed up. And one day that love for myself overrode my own thinking and feelings. And. I started to just act from a place that I would if I was in charge of or steward of somebody that was outside of myself. And that to me was the biggest difference. So if you hear these great tips, and even if you wake up tomorrow or you know you go to bed tonight, doubting your ability to incorporate them or make the changes, or you just identify my mind's not there yet. I can't flip that switch that's gonna make me change tomorrow. Then I uh, encourage you and invite you to just love the one who has the desire to make the change. Because if you love that one enough, she will make that change or she will lead you to whatever piece she's really craving and looking for. That's been my personal experience and I see it over and over and over again with my clients. And what's so beautiful about that is that if nothing else changes, you change the relationship and the experience that you have with you. And Mm -hmm. I think that's really what we're after. Mm -hmm. And when we can settle into that, all the rest, all the natural you, starts to show up and you didn't come here to just netflix and chill you didn't come here for a tasty fake flavor (laughs) sensation for five seconds that's going to have you on the couch the rest of the week you came here for a purpose and a reason and a bigger expression and for me i couldn't tap into that and start to express that and especially do it consistently and really align and settle into my life until that self-love was in place so before the discipline's there bring that self-love and you might find the discipline just naturally shows up you might surprise yourself
3: Sure. Wow. and I you know another part that I we were talking about is how you feel is what you look like and that's why I want to bring in Kimia Coleman because she has her own business and um and work workout wear so explain to us as um you know our workout people here that how important it is for you to look good when you work out too
1: yeah and I want to piggyback on Alicia and Chrissy as far as like finding your why mm-hmm. like for me um the why in the beginning was, and I think we talked about this, I wanted to, I worked out to eat and then I finally switched that. I switched my mindset. It was, it was more of, I need to be healthy. Um, but also I realized now too, when you say we're doing this for humanity, I've noticed that if I don't work out or if I don't post a workout video, or if I don't post that I'm in the gym, people reach out to me and so they're like, well, what's going on? haven't seen you work out or they'll say you know you motivate me because I see you you know you working out and it doesn't matter if I go to the gym that day and I'm not feeling my best I'm still there and I'm present in that moment and I'm getting a good you know workout um and we'll see that and that energy goes through social media channels and then they say you know but you worked out this morning at five so I decided this afternoon I was going to go so It is bigger than us, but um, as far as fits, apparel, and accessories, my business partner and I, we just thought about how we like to look and feel when we are in the gym. Um, She's into fitness as well. And so I realized that when I am dressed a certain way in the gym, my self love or my confidence is just through the roof. Mm -hmm. And also just wanted to have comfortable, clothing to wear. I I struggle sometimes because I I do have hips and a little booty Um, (laughs) trying to find something to complement those areas. So again, just wanting ladies and eventually gentlemen to feel and look good when they are either running or walking or whatever you do um, for fitness uh, to, to look and feel good. I think no. that again it just it just does something like now if I go in and I'm what I consider frumpy in my mind my workout is a little different versus mm-hmm. when I go in and I, I have on my nice set and I'm like oh yeah and I'm walking in and I'm flipping my hair and I put my hair I'm like okay girl lift cool. <laughs> um, versus my my nice cutoff t-shirts that I that I wear
3: so And you know what? And you have a good point because when I'm in the gym in the morning, like I said, I put on my little black jogging pants and my little tank top. I mean, it's matching. Yeah. But it's not like the cute little outfits. And when I see the women coming in with little outfits on, you can tell they walk in different they, they actually do, when they do their little weights, they actually paying attention to their formation and their, you know, <laughs> like really? Oh yeah. Attention. Then the oh, ones that yeah. are throwing a t-shirt, you can tell they walk around looking halfway lost. They just kind of do whatever. And it's like, I, I could see what you're saying. You're right. Yeah, I mean, just like anything, like you go to work or you go to anywhere out, when you look good, you feel good yes. and your whole body just lifts up. Like you walk with your head up and your shoulders back and you just feel better about yourself. So that's the same concept in a gym. And that's what I'm telling you, they pay attention when they pull on weights, they pay attention to how their formation is. When they have them little cute outfits on, they be like, okay i know people looking at me i gotta look like i know what i'm
1: doing here so let me go right. ahead it. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> because um alicia and i'll work out sometimes together and i'll put on something cute and i'm in the background like video
5: and i'm like yeah I'm
3: <laughs> but that's what it is It is. that's what it is and so I'm definitely going to purchase one of your outfits definitely you. going to purchase one of your outfits Cause I, and I will be posting it and I will be showing you I'll be Thank doing you. some formation I'm like okay now I'm paying attention what I'm doing now so. <laughs> <laughs> but the consistency is really important everybody touched on that being consistent being present showing up for yourself um, we talked about a little bit about um, the revenge bod <laughs> when you are doing it for those instant gratifications or doing it just for that, I got to get back an ex-boyfriend or I got to show them that I could do this. And and that does work for a temporary moment because you've got that fruit, you know, you're kind of upset and you're trying to, you know, but eventually you're going to get over that guy. You're going to get over that situation. And then what's going to drive you is what the ladies just talked about because it's so past that. That can maybe get you in the gym but it's not gonna keep you in the gym because eventually you're gonna get over that guy. And you, you know, if you meet somebody else, that means you're not gonna go to the gym no more. Oh, you know no. what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it happens. It does. It happens. It does. And I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm, I'm gonna be I'm okay. Let me get on my. I'm gonna be honest. I was going to do this too. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> when. When I, before I met my my ex, no, before I met my ex-husband, I don't sound right, right? Before I met my ex-husband, I was in the gym, I was in it, I was doing it, I was doing all this stuff, I got to a size eight, I was, ooh. About six months after I met him. All gone. All gone. That's happening. I got married, I was almost the biggest I've ever been in my life when I got married. Okay? Mm I was almost a 20, 20, twenty, 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 twenty-two ish when I got married, and I stayed that way until after. And I, you know what? And I noticed that a lot. People call it the love weight. Mm-hmm. Happy they way. call it the love weight because you be all like, you you, you get them when you small, and then you get comfortable with each other, and they gain weight too. They you ain't the only one that gain weight. They gain right right with you, and y'all get y'all because y'all, y'all, y'all just not y'all kind of in love. Y'all you know y'all good. We got each other. We good. And like everything gets to the wayside. So what do y'all think about that? that? I see that happen to a lot of people. And then when they break up or something, all of a sudden, they like, girl, I got to get my body back. I got to snatch. I got to get it back together, girl. And then they go and lose all the weight again. And then they get back on the market, supposedly. Mm-hmm. So what do y'all think about that?
1: I was going to say, I'm, I will be transparent. That was why I started my journey years ago. <laughs> I'm not going to say my age, but like years and years ago, that was the reason. I was like, he left me. I'm cutting my hair off. And I'm getting in the gym. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so that's that's how it all started for me.
3: But that's a lot that's of temporary. temporary. Mm-hmm. And I kept going. Because mm-hmm. you found your why after seeing... The key is if you use those things to get in the gym, you got to find your why somehow in that, in that
2: mix. Mm -hmm. And let me, let me add this in too, start to notice what happens whenever you're in a relationship, you tend to take the attention off of yourself and you put it on the other person. So part of what our internal self, our beautiful wise intuition does to get our focus back on ourselves is start to throw our, our Emotional balance into a physical replicant, repli- representation of that. So you begin to, to have physical imbalances because she's trying to guide you back home. She's trying to get your attention, just like a toddler that acts out to get your attention. You might not like it but it's effective. And so that's why that shift into focusing more on the relationship that I was having with that one inside that I was having all these internal conversations with made such a difference to me because when I started to realize the things that I'm craving outside myself are a reflection of the things that I need to give myself first then if I need that external support, it's provided for me, it's there for me, I can more easily receive it, I can show up and allow myself to receive it. Because you're never going to know what magic happens at 4.30 in the morning if you don't ever get up at 4.30 in the morning to find out, right? Right. Mm So if we look at it, like how can I keep my attention and my focus on myself, and especially as women, and especially as moms, this is a big struggle. When you become a mom, now you got someone else that's taking your attention, it's a distraction. If you have um, a job that's high demanding, it takes your attention, it's a distraction. And if you put your worth and your value in how you show up as a mom or how you show up for your your paycheck, then you're always going to be chasing for that external thing, just like if you put your value and your worth into what that reflection in the mirror looks like. All that reflection is doing, all that that work environment is doing is showing you who you are. And when you start to listen to it, you start to realize who you are, but also who you're not. And when you start to identify who you're not, you can start to release and let go of the extra things that you're carrying that's not necessary. And therefore, as you lighten your energetic and your spiritual load, then your body naturally will lighten as well. I went through a life, like my entire adult life. I had extra weight on my body. Like from middle school on is when I started to identify as someone that was heavier and bigger than other people. It's when people started to make comments and point to me or say she's a big girl or call me chunky or say that I was thick or whatever that thing was. So I spent my whole adult life chasing this consistent body that I thought was unattainable Mm -hmm. until I started to focus on loving myself instead of forcing myself. And I found that when I cultivated a healthy relationship with myself, I naturally showed up and advocate for myself. I naturally made sure that I had my needs met so that I can have a good emotional, mental and physical experience of myself because I know this came up in our um, pre-conversation to this show, people say that it's hard to show up at the gym, it's hard to eat right, it's hard to be consistent with this, but I challenge your thinking to say it's a lot harder, at least I find it a lot harder within myself when I have internal discomfort and dis-ease happening, be it emotional or physical. So which one's harder, which one's more convenient, and which ones do you have the habits in place for? And then you can start to have a more honest conversation with your yourself. You can put things more properly in their place. And then for me, it's easier to navigate how I want to move forward because I can more easily see what aligns with my internal truth and my higher truth and the bigger picture of what I know to be true about myself and my life and what things are just habit and survival and a replacement for not taking care of my emotional and internal needs.
3: Wow. Mm -hmm. That was really good.
0: Loving Mm -hmm. yourself versus
3: forcing yourself. I like oh, that. So you have to sit on that one for a second. I like that. Yeah, that 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 that's really the gist of everything. I think everything that everybody here has to offer will work so much better if everybody shows up and present for themselves and know they buy. If they know all that stuff, everybody just talked about. When you train people it'll be so much easier because you wouldn't have to work as hard to keep them accountable because they already present for themselves they just need you to teach them the techniques Got to right. get what they want but they already know that they know what they want it's a whole different ball game than saying oh, i'm going to go to the gym and then you're mentally draining because you're going to drain all that energy into them to get them to come right is that something you have to deal with like mental like how's your mental when you gotta keep forcing people to do something they don't want to do
4: um so I do go into periods where I'm like I just need a break but I have clients that are really good most of my clients have been with me for three to four years um and so when I know that I'm at that overload I just say hey guys I need you know this week for a mental break and they allow for me to you know do my own thing but there are periods some days I get up and I'm like I don't want to do this I want to do this today because it's a little draining like uh I'm a certified, not really certified therapist, but basically a therapist.
0: Certified, <laughs> <laughs> but not really. Take <laughs> on a lot, lot of roles.
4: Lot of roles. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's cool. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoy doing what I do. Um, so helping my clients, it is most rewarding when, my clients they come in and they say hey i did this this weekend or hey i made this modification or when my clients go on vacation they still want to call me for video um training and things like that then i know at that point we finally have made it a lifestyle so mm. teaching my clients that it's a a lifestyle change is something it's a slow process but it's a journey like mm. like we said we live in this world of instant gratification everybody want to see those quick changes right here and then but this thing takes a long time people ask me well how long have you been working out i've been working out all my life i didn't look like this you know i saw a transformation in my body when i went overseas and came back because i really got to learn how important food was, you know, a different training regimen and stuff like that. Um, but this this process is slow. Like, or when I did my competition, people are like, oh, your body changed really quickly. Like, it didn't change quick.
3: Right? <laughs> was you yeah. wasn't there <laughs> those mornings! You don't know how
4: much work I have really put in, and that's a, the part that people don't understand. Like, we look at, we see these people on Instagram, and we see these people on Facebook, you know, all these different influencers and things like this but you don't really know what their routine is you only get a bits and pieces of what they're doing and Mm -hmm. nine times out of Mm ten most people aren't telling you how much they have put in they ain't telling you the Mm -hmm. hour cardio they done done or the strict diet that they've had or you know xyz just know that it's a slow process enjoy the journey i tell my clients enjoy the process Mm -hmm. if you get caught up in oh i didn't lose any weight this week oh you know the scale went up this week get off it don't get on it It'll happen. Mm-hmm. Take pictures, if anything. Look at your body. Like, for real. Like, I tell people all the time, pictures are important. If I didn't lose any weight this week, but I took a picture, and then three weeks later, you're like, dang, I really did make some changes. Mm. Like, my face is really getting smaller. All oh, my stomach is really going down. The weight is relative.
3: Yeah, you know and, I mean? that, and that's the truth, because I'm going to tell you, I've really been working out, and I'm going to tell you, I could tell right here. These start coming out. As soon as I start losing weight, you start seeing my collarbone come out. That's where it goes first. There in my chin area, it sucks in. And then everything else starts going down. So when I start seeing my collarbone pop out, then I know I'm losing weight. Because I can see it Yeah. So that's how I know I'm losing weight. I didn't even get on the scale, but I could tell by that. That's my my thing. If you know your body, after you, you kind of know where your weights start going off first, and then how everything starts. Because it never goes off on the stomach first, ladies and gentlemen. The stomach never goes first, so don't don't even look at it. Just do everything else. You can see the arms. You will see your ankles come in. <laughs> <laughs> <The ankles. laughs> you will see everything else. The, the last because that's the first you want to go. Is the last they see? Like it goes It's the stomach. I swear. Yes. Like it's the last thing. Mm-hmm. So, based on this, anybody else have any myths about working out or regimens or food? Anybody have myths that you can kind of maybe squash today?
2: I'm going to say the same thing that you just said and that uh, the abs, they don't happen in the mm-hmm. weight room. They happen in the kitchen. It's so much more determined on how you eat. If you cleanse your body, are you addressing the toxins? Because your body's going to store toxins and fat. And the best place to keep that fat is around vital organs to keep them safe. So that's why the belly is often the last place to move. Plus, if you bring in the energetic aspects of it, that's your seat of your, your expression, your creative expression in the world. And a lot of us are very tempered in that department. A lot of us have some balancing to do in that area as well. Um, so speaking on the energetic and the physical level, it's for me, the undoing of all that belly fat came from how I was treating myself internally. And that of course, trickled over into how I was showing up and feeding myself and often kind of to carry on with the, the, the prior focus as well. One of the things, this is a myth. People would ask me all the time, especially when I lost um, weight over 2017 and now kept it off consistently for four years without even efforting after a lifetime of, of chasing it and going up and down and up and down. The first thing that people would ask is, well, what do you eat? What do you eat? And if you're focused on what I eat, You're not going to get it because you're going to judge what I eat. You're gonna compare how I eat, how you typically eat. You're gonna decide for yourself before you even try it, if you can do it or if you can't do it. But more importantly, ask me why I eat how I eat. How long did it take me to eat how I eat? Because I've been on this journey for a long time. I started changing the way that I ate uh 20 years ago just by setting aside soft drinks and only incorporating water and that had a transformation in my body and then i uh got into being vegetarian for a number of reasons and that transformed the way that i ate as well and then i could because i kept building these building blocks on top of itself so maybe that's a myth to bust too like it that whole you know instant gratification it happens overnight No, if you put it all on your plate at one time, you're gonna overwhelm yourself. You're going to stop before you even get started. But if you can understand one good consistent habit at a time will pay you back for a lifetime, then if you do that once a month even, now you got 12 consistent habits at the end of the year and that's enough to change your life. It's enough to change your life forever. And that's a powerful thing. So instead of looking at where somebody is now, understand the journey that it took them to get there and also understand what it takes, not only externally, but internally for them to maintain it and to continue to show up. Because if y'all just met us on the street, you'd be like, oh, you're into fitness. Oh, you're into looking cute. And oh, you're into natural healing. So that's why it's easy for you. And no, it's not easy for any of us. The reason that we're as consistent as we are is because uh, we've 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 kind of overcome that myth that it's just a series of actions. And we've been able to incorporate in that there's something that happens internally that really matters, not only our thoughts, but how we nourish ourselves internally, physically, emotionally, spiritually.
3: Now you got me thinking. That's my job. I really, you really got me thinking now. So what I'm thinking is, I... There's, like, you know, we're generally, like, there to help people. But there's a lot of people out there that is profiting off of this cycle of ups and downs. See what I'm saying? Like these ups and downs in like certain foods and certain things and certain, like they're they're profiting off of people on this mental thing who don't have it together and they understand Absolutely. that because they, they have people on their side too to look up all this stuff that we're talking about to say, hey, these people, they don't they don't know what they why is. They don't know what they're doing. They just getting this and that and just get them with this product. We'll get them and they tell them they'll lose 50 pounds, and they'll look, they, but they'll gain it back anyway, because they don't know why they're doing it. So when they gain it back, we'll be here for them again, and then <laughs> and they just keep it going and going and going. They're not trying to solve the problem, like we're actually giving y'all solutions on how to solve this Absolutely. up and down from the mindset and from your brain. We're telling you, these other people, let me tell you something, there's a gym out there that gives you every month bagels and pizza. Pizza. Yeah. Pizza. Yeah. They literally give you that as a treat once a month, a gem. <laughs> you don't That's think they kind of have people working for them? Yeah. You don't think they have people working for them telling them, look, they're going to do it, but that one bite of that bagel, we got them. They're going to be right back here next month and they're going to gain. They know what they're doing, ladies and gentlemen. So we got to beat them to their own game and learn ourselves so we could go ahead and know this why and know that we're going to walk right by that that little thing because we know that that's not going to do us. It's going to feel horrible. We're going to feel you know, drained or we're going to feel sluggish eating all that carbs. We got to get smart. And that's why this Let's Talk show is so important because we want to make sure that people get educated and then take it and, and work it into their lives. So this is amazing. This is great. Caller, once again. They're
5: starting to come in, so. Yes, absolutely. They're coming in. Yes. Um, Nanette Glover, um, she said, good evening. She says, what can I do to lose my fat stomach? Because that's all I want to lose.
3: <laughs> oh, about that. You see, they told you about that, Nanette. You can't do, you can't do um, spot. What do y'all call it? Well, spot reduction. Spot reduction. There's no real thing.
4: There's, there's nothing. Spot reduction isn't a thing. Um, but mm-hmm. if you were to want to solely focus on fat around your stomach you gotta get your diet right and when i say diet i don't necessarily mean oh go do like a keto diet or oh go do you know whatever whatever it is that people are out there doing and i'm not knocking keto or anything like that i'm not knocking any diets because it's not a one-size-fits-all some things work for people other Mm -hmm. people and some things don't you have to figure out what works for you um so going on a good clean detox and then reintroducing certain foods to know how your body is affected by those foods that you're reintroducing and just getting good eating habits um, people ask me all the time oh what do you eat I eat whatever I want to eat uh, for the most part unless I'm not in prep if I want a pizza I'm gonna go get a pizza if I want ice cream I go get ice cream but 90% of that time I am eating clean um, and clean for me means protein veggies carbs, and my carbs are centered around my workouts, so mm-hmm. I usually have them before breakfast and after my workout, and then that's typically about it, and there's a lot of people, are there's a misconception of, of being scared of carbs you need carbs, in some, for, some form of fashion, whether you're getting that from a bunch of veggies, or whether you're getting that from, you know sweet potatoes, or rice, and things like that you're getting it somewhere, it's just about how your body is using those things, and the manner that they should be.
5: Mm -hmm.
4: Thank you.
0: I wish we could post Alicia's uh, competition. Please, no.
5: (laughs) Yes, yes. Didn't she look good? Yes.
3: Listen, if if you look at our flyer, we did make sure to get the body image in there. You see that flyer. Please, y'all, look at that flyer on my Let's Talk page. Yeah. He looks amazing, amazing. Yeah,
4: thank you, thank you. Well, I get so okay. So like we were talking about myths. I hear a lot of women. They say, oh, I don't want to look muscular. I don't want to be look like a man. Blah, blah blah. So like, yes, my photo looks great, but sometimes it I'm not, I don't like to post those things because a lot of women be like, well, oh, I don't want to look like that, or oh, I don't want to get that big and bulky. But okay. in, in, actual, in actuality. You can't get like that. You okay. you only get how your body is set up. Sure. and Made. I've been muscular most of my life, so those are my that's my genetic makeup. Everybody can't look like that.
3: Okay. Um, can I can I can I just say something real quick? First of all, don't you ever not post something worrying about what other people say. Okay. Right? <laughs> that's first and foremost. You worked hard. There's a cup of tea for everybody. Everybody is not for everybody. The one is not for, is not for, but there are people out there that will, you will inspire and you will be able to be a role model for. Do not not let them see that over people who do not want to see that. Then they could click off. That's why we have on and off buttons on everything. You can click off, first thing. Second thing is, it says, uh, that quote I have read is, most women are, f- are afraid of getting too bulky from lifting weights or already too bulky from storing body fat.
4: I'm
3: about to put that on a shirt next week, by the way. I'm that shirt. I'm telling you, and I'm gonna I'm Terry, I, I think I'm gonna do it too. And the thing about it is a lot of us are fear and intimidation. They scared. A lot of people are scared. So they use, they show scare through that. Those kind mm-hmm. of like answers come through. That's this mm-hmm. fear. It's not them being mean. It's just an automatic thing that people do when they get scared, and intimidated, they come off like that. They're like, oh, you know, I don't want to be. I don't yeah. You're not. There's no way you, 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 you if you're you not could. prepping like you, right. there's no yeah. way your body could
4: do that. Even if you are prepping, most women that you see that are that have manly futures are, are extremely big. One or two things they have either been doing this for a very long time, and a lot of them are using some form of supplements. That's just, you know, how it, how, unless you are in that manner, of just big and have a higher testosterone level than
3: probably not seeing that. All right, Carl, go ahead. I'm sorry, we just got you all
5: stopped. Okay, go ahead. sure, no problem. On the neck also added. Oops, it went away. Okay, can you guys see it? Okay, that's why I always say it's easier for a fat man to find. a uh, Oh oh, oh, oh! it's easier for a fat man to find a, a woman than a fat woman to find a man. That's why I keep my same body. I just want to work on my stomach. I never had a six pack, but now I have a FUPA. Lawrence Jones says, so true. Um, I guess he was agreeing with what you ladies were speaking of. Mm -hmm. he said the type of food you eat is essential he agrees Mm -hmm. Um, Lawrence also says it's a lifestyle that will change your body that's true Um, Natalie Benjamin Franks says great info I like that creating one good habit every month and building on it hello Natalie hi Natalie Uh, Keisha Gray hello she says I saw it and you look amazing I want to look like that
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Call Alicia. <laughs> I know. So uh-huh.
3: people, uh, people also. Are, says, like, how saying... do you work? Go ahead.
5: Yeah, She also says how do you work your legs for it to still look defined if you have had knee surgery? That's a good um, question. You just have to
4: find exercises that work into your modifications there are, everything can be modified um the other thing is I find a lot of people that have had some form of sur- surgery feel like they can't do certain things and a lot of times that's not true it's I'll, honestly it starts in the mind you if you tell yourself you can't do it or you let somebody tell you that you can't do it then you start believing those things but you'd be really surprised what your body really can adapt to and actually do can I interject, Alicia?
1: So, um, is, what is her name? Is Carla or Keisha? I'm sorry, I didn't Keisha. See Keisha. Keisha. Um, I've had three, uh-huh. had three knee surgeries, and um, mm. Alicia and I work out together, and we go heavy on legs. I do utilize knee sleeves, um, often, um, probably not as much as I should. Hush, Keisha. Um, but. <laughs> I still do legs and we still go heavy on legs. Um, And like Alicia said, we do modify, some things we do modify um, to accommodate me. But for the most part, we don't really do a lot of modifications.
3: Awesome. Um, Okay, well, let me, well, we had a question I'm going to go into this because we have people asking about cleansing and how to cleanse and what's a good cleanse to start you know everybody always say it's good to do a good cleanse first and then kind of get into your new regimen so um i'll go around the morning. if everybody if you tried one you let us know or you know what do you feel um you want to start
1: i will since i just ended up i just finished one okay. um, i have started juicing um once a month um i do no more than three days Um, just depends on how you know you feel but for me i can do up to three days and i'm okay um during that time i'll do a light workout i don't work out as hard as i normally do and what i mean by that is i've started incorporating some crossfit into my um training so on the days that i do juice um, the first day i may do crossfit um, but then as i get towards like the second or Close to the last day, I don't. Um, but I just say listen to your body. You know the professionals up here can tell you a little more uh, about detoxing. But that's what I typically do.
3: Okay, all right. Um, anybody want to go next on detox? Um,
4: for me, most of I would say the detox I would typically do would be removing like your sugars, your carbs, high processed meat, things like that, and then slowly introducing. Um, certain foods back in, like I said, certain foods back into your diet so you can truly get an understanding of what foods may affect your digestive system in certain ways. Um,
3: that's cool.
4: basically how it typically will work for me. Uh, this last, past three months, I have went without meat um, just to take it, just give my body a break. Um, you know, in the bodybuilding world, we push a lot of protein. Uh, and I started feeling uh, heavy, and there were certain things that just wasn't working for me this prep um, that had worked prior to so I just wanted to get my body a restart and I can mm-hmm. I actually say that I felt probably a hundred times better <laughs> so it'll probably be something that I will um, continuously do um, my next prep going into okay alright, Question
2: Chris- yeah, I am very familiar with cleansing and specifically whole food nutritional cleansing. I've had a cleansing lifestyle for consistently for about 13 years. First got introduced to it about a year or so before that, before finding a way to really make it a lifestyle and understanding the power of making it a lifestyle. So I can tell you there's a lot of different options that are on the market. And I have a particular line of products that I've been aligned with for 13 years. I use them on a regular basis. Fantastic results for pretty much everybody that I get started with them, especially when we work one-on-one Together to get you started um, just like the ladies already pointed out everybody's an individual things need to be modified so sometimes just following the directions you know on a product isn't quite as effective than when you have someone who understands the products and can help to customize it to your particular needs so if you are in a position to incorporate products give yourself that extra support um, there's a lot of great ones that are on the market I choose mine for a reason. So if you have any products that you want me to take a look at or want that extra feedback, I am not a nutritionist and that's for a specific reason which can be a whole nother podcast. However, I have looked at this and studied it for about two decades now. So um, I'm happy to give people my thoughts and feedback on the product. But if you are looking to use a product, I would look for one that uh, targets a whole body cleanse, that is a cellular cleanse, and that cleanses your blood along with everything else. What I have found over time is that when you do a product cleanse that just, uh, or any kind of cleanse, uh, even if you just use your own foods to do this, and it targets a specific organ. If you think about it, you're flushing toxins out of that one organ. They're going to recirculate around the body. And while, yes, some may be eliminated, they're going to have ample amount of time to find home in other places within other organs. So when you do a cellular cleanse, we can do a full body cleanse. Not only are you typically giving your body more support, which is really important to give it a good quality, easily digestible and absorbable and transportable form of nutrition. Typically this is done in liquid form. Um, You can do cleanses that are just water. You can do, uh, you can make changes within your own diet choices already, just like what Alicia has said to eliminate the things that are obviously bad for you. There's a lot of different ways that you can get started. So I'd find someone that has a little bit more knowledge about it. Uh, I have a ton of experience about it, but I'm certainly not the only one out there that can help to guide you. And um, the most important things that I encourage people to look for is again, look for that whole body support, look at ingredients, what is actually in the product, not just what the product says that it can do for you. And if you don't understand those Ingredients, do research on them or find someone who can help you to interpret them. Um, because there is a lot of trickery out there, a lot of fancy laxatives, a lot of f- things that are not so great for your body that will give you cleansing symptoms, but aren't necessarily assisting your body. And if you go just straight nutrition on your own, again, if you don't have a good transportation system, a good enzyme production in your body, then uh, you might put all that great quality of nutrition in, but it's not necessarily going to be able to go throughout your body and be as absorbable as it could be. So when you think cleansing, just think you're giving your body a great from digesting food. So you're not starving yourself. Your body can actually go quite a while without food. So you will be okay, regardless of what this thing in here tells you, right? Or your friends or family might say about it and their concerns. If they're not concerned about you eating McDonald's, don't listen to their concerns about you drinking water for a day. I mean, let's put this into perspective. Um, but, uh, Let your body rest from digestion. It's great to give it a period of time, even if you just start with 12 hours, instead of going into a full 24 or 48 hour kind of cleansing experience. Um, Let your body take a break, break from digestion, give it good, easy to absorb. Typically liquid nutrition is best and make sure that you stay hydrated. So much of our body's cravings for food is actually craving water and proper hydration because most of us run in a chronic state of dehydration. So especially when you're cleansing and you're trying to uh, support things from exiting your body, hydration, 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 hydration. So many side effects that come from cleansing can be remedied, so many side effects in general in life, but especially from cleansing can be remedied by proper nutrition. So if you think, well, I drink some water, drink more of it believe me drink more (laughs) of it unless you you really understand the power of water and it's essential um part of your liveliness and well-being then you're probably not drinking enough of it so drink more of it keep it clean pure water try not to add stuff to it if you do counterbalance that but uh, cleansing tips look for full body look for easily absorbable nutrition check the ingredients that are along with it keep yourself good and hydrated and if you can add extra supportive supplements that help with uh, distribution of the nutrients or uh, gentle elimination of the nutrients then that is always really really great
3: all right. And the cellular cleanse or the cleanse, is basically cleaning the blood, is that basically what it is?
2: Yeah, so it's, it's going at a cellular level so it can push toxins out from anywhere within the body and help to uh, support them in properly leaving your body instead of taking up house and residence in other places. And one of the things that we don't recognize within our culture is <laughs> that majority of cultures around the world already cleanse on a regular basis. It's just part of what their society and culture does us here in America, like you already mentioned, there's a lot of people profiting from our lack of health and a lot of uh, self-love and self-worth. And that's just not going to stop unless we start to wake up and start to empower ourselves and start to not invest our money in those arenas and put it over into ourselves and our health and good, clean nutrition. So um, I forgot exactly where I was going with that, but...
3: No, you did. You answered I asked you about the study. Yeah, okay.
2: You oh, yeah. So so there's other processed products, as Alicia will absolutely tell you as well, whenever you talk to her one-on-one. Uh, those processed products, they have chemicals and additives and preservatives in them that uh, take up room that is meant for nutrition, receptacles in your body that is looking for certain nutrients. So if you're full of Cheez-Its and you put in some great quality supplements, those supplements might not absorb into your body. But if you can flush out those cheeses, then you make room for those nutrients to go. If that makes sense in a very simplified manner. Mm-hmm. Sorry,
5: Carla. Go ahead.
3: Carla.
5: Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, that's what I had a question about. Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, mm-hmm. I think I'm having some yeah. Um, yeah, I was uh, wondering about the like the protein powders and the green the green leafy proteins and things like that. How do, how effective are those products for weight loss or to build whatever protein and you you know that you're not getting by reg- eating regular foods or adding greens through that way? What is that about?
4: Um, I, so a lot of those products are good. You just have to, like Chrissy has mentioned before, really look at the product and look at the ingredients. So I don't okay. do a lot of um, protein powders and additives or any of that so from my last show I I I like food I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) stuff is expensive and you know food is is relatively cheap so I I like food I I want to you know get those things but I tell people all the time if you can't get it from food then by far find you a good supplement to use but make sure you just read it understand what the ingredients are saying and go from there
2: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. absolutely read the ingredients, read the ingredients, read the ingredients and understand what they are because there's a lot of very flashy, gimmicky things out there. And there's some Mm -hmm. good, really authentically quality source nutrient um, based products. Um, And speaking of processed foods, like most people don't realize this until you cut sugar out of your diet. It's on the ingredient label of almost everything that's boxed and bags and processed within a grocery store. I would say like 98% of it has got sugar added to it. It, I I know because I've read every single label (laughs) in my pursuit. <laughs> and for what the heck can I still eat? Yeah, so um, understanding that if it has artificial flavors or even if it has natural flavors, understand what those sources are um, look for it to make sure there's no sugar or sugar alternative, like, uh, aspartame or some kind of derivative of it or alternative for it. Cause a lot of things like to claim that they got no sugar, but then what they're putting in is far more toxic than if you just put sugar in, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, making sure there's not, you know, there's artificial fillers and, and for a good quality supplement, this goes for whether you're taking a capsule or if you're taking a, a powder, mm-hmm. you should wow. see food listed as ingredients, right, right. you should understand yeah. what's in there because it should be food. And if there's a lot of words that you don't understand, like my rule is if it's in a package, then if it has more than 10 ingredients and it's not a nut or a fruit or a vegetable, (laughs) but the extra ingredients are, then I just put it down. And if there's something that I don't understand what the word is, I just assume that it means that I'm not supposed to be having it and I put it back down. (laughs) (laughs) If it's not not coming from food sources, then it's lab created. And Mm -hmm. there's a debate out there, but I'm just a big believer. You can't out create or create so absolutely. why would we oh, want to come up with a different form absolutely. and plus what happens with a lot of supplements people don't understand and when they're not food based supplements, what they're doing is that they're extracting and, and mega dosing micro elements of a full vitamin or nutrient and when you pump up this small part that they have identified as being the effective part but you don't have the rest of the complex in order to balance it then you end up with scurvy even though you're taking high quality ascorbic acid because you're not taking a full vitamin c complex like you, what if you ate an orange or some strawberries or some spinach um i think mushrooms are also high in vitamin c we don't know this but there's a lot of protein there's a lot of other things that you can get from your vegetables um and and starting to connect with that, that it's not just what feels you up or tastes good. It's what is in those products that you're putting into your body. Uh, It's our responsibility because I assure you, the people making the labels are not thinking about your well-being. They're thinking about making a cell and uh, there's there's just a lot of that that happens. And I know my husband's um, former job, he was one that I'll just leave the details out of, but he heard people say, well, if a customer dies, well, there's always going to be another one. Mm -hmm. So it's, Not saying that all companies work this way, but that mentality is out there. Mm -hmm. So read the label, ingredients, understand the products that you're putting into your body and also understand that for the food, for the drinks, for the beverages that you put into your body. So many of us just grab it and do it without even thinking about it. It's your responsibility. Your health is your responsibility. Mm -hmm. And if you just uh, default that responsibility over to people who don't have your best interest in mind, because again, sugar's in the things in the grocery store. Sugar's in every food item that's on every fast food menu on the planet, other than like three things. And I can tell you what those three things are if you really wanna know. But just know if you're ordering fast food, it either has sugar in it, or it's got some kind of sugar that's supporting the process of it. And that's why it's so addictive and why the line goes around the block and why we crave it and why we want it. It's not because it's doing the things that we need our body to be fulfilled on, it's tricking our system into thinking that um, it's, a, it's a false filler and it's an <laughs> addictive substance. And all of us are are definitely subject to it until we start to understand the food that we're consuming, understand where it's coming from and understand how it works, not just within people, but within you specifically. Mm. And just like Alicia highlighted, the best way to know that is to do a cleanse, reset your system, take a break from it. There's cleanses that you could follow in the Bible. There's all kinds of cleanses. There's tons of cleansing groups. There's all different ways to approach it. But the most important thing is take a break, let your body reset and then reintroduce things. And you might find you have a different relationship with it than you thought you did. Oh That's good. Can I, can I add,
0: jump in on that? That's really good that you said what you said, um, Chris, what you were saying. I'm talking about the cleansing and resetting. Um, every year, my family, um, we always um, do the Daniel fast mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. So that's going 21 days eating pretty much vegan, you know, for 21 days. Um, so this past January, uh, my husband and I, um, we decided that we were going to do a little differently right so instead of doing the daniel fast we did and I, i'm not encouraging everyone to do that like this was really something that we prayed you know prayed about and um and had to pray every the entire 21 days we listened <laughs> we listened to you know different people talking about you know to, to, to help us but we went 21 days with no food we only had water and maybe a quarter cup of like all natural apple juice um every day maybe a quarter cup and we did that 21 days and when i tell you i i was think my thinking was clear um, I'm a school administrator. And we have little kids. I was it, running behind the kids with no food for 21 days. Like I was focused. Um, my other senses were heightened. Like I could, wow. I, I was asking people, did you have garlic for lunch? And like they'd be across the room. I could smell it on them. Like everything. Yeah. I, all my senses were heightened. And Absolutely. When we, when we broke the fast, so to speak, um, we broke it with uh, like an all-natural um, uh, vegetable broth, mm-hmm. and when I tell you that was the most delicious, <laughs> it was the most delicious because we reset our taste buds, and and I don't know why I went back to eating all the crazy stuff, but Is I that did. That's that mindset, changing the mindset, and and you, right, I'm still here. You don't die. You, you won't starve to death. We have enough in reserve. You know, so you go through all the detox, um, you know, Mm -hmm. symptoms Mm -hmm. or side effects, so to speak. Uh, But that's just, my body was ridding itself of all of the toxins and all of that. And once I got to like day four, I was good. Like I felt really good. If you've
2: not taken 24 hours away from food, you really don't know yourself yet. Mm. You really don't know yourself yet. And for me, what that does is that that reset, it puts me back where I'm making a conscious choice in what it is that I'm doing. And I decide if I'm gonna pick it up, not the habit, not the addiction, not what's convenient. I make that conscious choice too. And I think that that's empowering because so often we get tricked again into thinking it's the food that nourishes us. And I'm constantly on this quest of curiosity. And I challenge people all the time to take on this quest. What if it's not the food? but the energy that creates the food that actually sustains us. And that energy created us too. And I'm not saying go on the air diet. I'm just saying,
5: mm-hmm.
2: think about that. Is it the food, is it the nutritional label, the carbs, the proteins, the fats? If you're not looking at where their sources are coming from to make the carbs, proteins, and fats, then you're already kind of missing part of what's happening for you. Mm. But think about that, is it the food that you eat, or is it the energy that creates the food? And that energy is what we take on. And how much energy are you spending thinking about how you need to make a change in how you eat? And how much energy are you expending in self-loathing? And how much energy are you expending in, in feeding addictions and keeping habits up? When you take a step back, when you can mm-hmm. just take that break, for a take that 24 hours, that 48 hours. If, if you feel called to it, if you pray upon it and it costs you to do it for 21 days, take that time mm-hmm. because you don't know what you're capable of until you allow yourself to find out and you can trust yourself. Mm-hmm. You are divinely designed. You are perfection in flesh is what I believe. And the best way to really exemplify that, to to um, embody that and to exercise it in my life, I have found is by trusting that over what something on a label says.
3: Woo. I had no tissue on that one. I'm sorry, I forgot what tissue... <laughs> Oh my gosh, okay. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thank you, Carl. Oh my God! <laughs> my God. Boy, I, I got a lot of I got a lot of thinking to do today because I'm gonna have I, I'm ready to do something different. I have.
2: I to. think that's yeah. the biggest trick that was played on us is that we got our conditioning into this story that what we eat produces how we look on the outside and our worth and our value depends on how we look on the outside. It's really propagated within our society. It's everywhere that we turn. But when I could reassociate what I eat versus uh, equates to what a number on a scale is or a size in a closet to what I eat determines how I feel throughout the day. If I'm inspired to do the things that call on my heart, if I'm filled with doubt, depression, fear, anxiety, or if i am clear and focused and determined in moving ahead it becomes a lot easier when you clear stuff out of your path and this happens physically this happens energetically it happens spiritually and when you can just cleanse some of this out you might find you're not as far off course as you might think you're not as Uh, lacking self-discipline as you might think. You're not as lazy as you might think. You're not as uncapable as you might think. And for me, that's where it was different. It was no longer, what does this taste like? It was, how am I gonna feel over the next 36 hours? And if you don't even know that food affects you for 36 hours, then you don't even get a chance to put those pieces together. If you don't take a break, you don't get that chance to understand how it feels when you eat that pizza, right? But if you're prepared for it and you know what's coming, then it doesn't have to feel so heavy. So wait, it's easier to digest. Digestion isn't just how your gut handles things. It's how do you digest your day? How do you digest your emotions? How do you digest what life is serving up for you? All of this plays a part in it because you're a whole being that is so much more than just your physical expression. And when you mm. incorporate your whole self, I don't know, for me, it was mm. life-changing. And for me, yeah. it's been universal. It's not just me that this is made a difference for this might not be your path but start to reflect and incorporate these things and expand your definition of what fitness is and maybe you start with that accountability and go into the gym and doing the things that you know on the physical before you can bring in that that energetic part of it but you'll find it there because that will get you on the path you'll be surrounded by people that are are focused on that that are supporting you in that that are advocating for you in that and it's it's can be just life-changing for you it, i it, just it. know the struggle and if i can put that ease on anybody else i mean please yeah. that it was worth all the struggle for me to be able to articulate to you how to make it easier
3: yeah you have done a great job with that this is whole new for me like a lot of this is whew, and i'm less like soaking it in like oh my god just makes so much sense the dots are connected it makes a lot of sense so it, let's do this let's go through the last comments Then let me do the um business spotlight after that
5: okay all right um Nanette Glover says great detox information thank y'all so much I'm taking notes um Lawrence Jones he is asking how do you how do you ladies feel about taking red meat out of your diet take it out <laughs> <family>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody's,
0: everybody's like I haven't, it out. I haven't had red meat um, or pork in maybe 15 years now or more so yeah and that was just my decision. That was my decision. But I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm not and also I'm working I'm working toward taking dairy out. You know, I I've, I've gotten, you know, like as far as drinking whole milk, I don't drink it, but I do like cheese. So I guess I am having whole milk. So, you know, something that I heard uh cow's milk for calves, not people. So, I'm you know, I'm trying to completely get like the pizza you know the cheeses and all that out of my diet i'm not there yet but i'm working on it
2: we we have the highest level yes. of dairy consumption in our country and we also have the highest levels of osteoporosis so just mm-hmm. let that sink in for mm-hmm. a moment and well, uh, talk, I, uh
3: chrissy if i tie you off know, this
5: thing with you i'm
3: like i just
2: want air and water that's it <laughs> air and water <laughs> You will be guided to the rest. Start there and you will be guided to the rest. And just don't fill yourself with lies and falsities and it will just make a difference. Um, I am vegetarian. I don't have uh, red meat. I was a pescatarian for a long time, meaning I ate like vegetarian plus fish. I do have eggs from time to time, but I don't have red meat. I do not, I find that I do better without it. There's a lot of energetic conversation that goes along with red meat consumption. And you can also look at it on an acidity level. It will make your body more acidic then alkaline and acidic environments are a great host for things like cancer and that sort of thing. So keep that in mind. And if you do want red meat in your diet or you find that your body does better with it because there are certain blood types like type O blood types that really do well as meat eaters, then you might find that it's something that's good for you. But I would encourage you to make it in smaller portions and have it less frequent. So the, the, the diets that really thrive with meat incorporated into it, they have smaller portions and it's more sparingly so it's more like a side dish than the main course if you want to think about it that way so if you're really avid for that keeping that in your diet um, then you might want to take a break from it just to see if it helps your body or doesn't help your body and from there just kind of adjust how you approach it versus just thinking you have to have it every single meal or thinking that that's what provides energy this is not the only thing that provides energy All right.
5: Bye. Bye. Okay. Um... Oh, I'm sorry. Keisha also said that was powerful what you were saying earlier, Chrissy. So she definitely was agreeing with what you were saying. uh Lawrence Jones says I do it for six to seven months every year, and now after, oh, after over ten years, I'm thinking about just leaving it alone altogether.
3: Yeah, cause you're so right You might as well. Yeah. You're doing good. Mm-hmm. six to seven months—that's a long time to build a brand new habit. So I would definitely just let it go. Yes.
2: And, you know, you can think about it, like if you do one of those elimination diets, then maybe you eliminate everything out for a week or, or 21 days, and then you let everything except for one thing back in. And if you do that annually, then eventually over time, you will adjust yourself again to where it's not like you're giving everything up. You're just letting one thing go. And right. thinking about that too, what can I do for the long term? Not what can I do right. until my waist gets to the size that I want it to be, but what can right. what can what is really sustainable as a lifestyle change? I think that's, that's a great check-in mm-hmm. question that I bring yeah,
3: that's in. I'm just trying to get snatched. So how long it takes me to get snatched? Right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> how, yeah, however long
4: it takes your mind to get right. Uh, right.
5: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Good answer. Carolyn Robinson. Says, how do you feel about keto? Do you recommend it?
4: Uh, if it's done in a healthy manner, then it's pretty much like a Mediterranean diet.
3: So, yep. so healthy means not blowing up with a lot of red meats, correct? Because I know that's yeah. a meat eating kind of um,
4: um, I don't know. A lot of people just go off crazy on the fats. I mean, you gotta, you need to be having healthy fats. So, if I'm out there eating cheeseburger and cheese and XYZ, are you really?
2: doing your heart much justice right totally agree there's a lot of unhealthy vegetarians because you can live off of cheese fries if you're a vegetarian and that's not necessarily the best choice for you so uh, I'm a big believer in balance and keeping things in in moderation and not moderation like uh, you're limited but I look at moderation as liberation because I know if I overdo it I'm going to pay the effects on the other side so with keto again just like with every diet out there it really is a matter of learning your body take a break get natural start reintroducing things and if you are going to follow a a strict regimen that eliminates things and you know requires certain things then trying to find as balanced and rounded as you can Um, also if you're looking at something like that and you feel drawn to it but you're like oh well there's no way I can give up potatoes so I guess I'll keep eating McDonald's or Burger King or whatever, then, you know, do the keto and keep the potatoes, you know, do it where you can modify it so that it's more about, to me, you waking up to the choices that you're making than you forcing yourself to follow something that that is uh, supposed involved. to get you a certain result. People right. get results, a balance of what they're doing externally and how they're treating themselves internally. So... Finding that balance for you can look totally different than somebody else's external expression of it. Or again, their external expression might represent the balance on the inside more so than a strict regimen that fits everybody.
3: Right. Yeah. All right, Colin. I think we got one more. Yes. Linda McDaniels
5: Evans. is a great show. Very informative. Thank you,
3: Linda. I do appreciate it. A smile. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She got... No, Linda got the smile for you now. Yes. <laughs> Linda got a good smile. Oh, <laughs> it makes me <laughs> smile. I know. I know. So thank you all once again. This was a great conversation. We learned so much. And I thank you all for bringing every part of fitness from just being a person that work out and then on top of that 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 influence you to to have a fitness line because yes. you wouldn't want to have a fitness line if you wasn't believing in the fitness part so Absolutely. that alone is beautiful i give it to you because being in this kind of business is, is something so for you to be in this and being in it true I'm, like I said, I'm supporting you. So I'm getting one of them outfits. So, and then to have a, <laughs> a bodybuilder slash, you know, profe- professional person that's helping other people. So I do appreciate you as well. Cause that takes a lot. Like we talked about, we never really think about you having a mental, you're always there for everybody else, but pulling you, they draining you. So you got to be there for yourself. So, and Christy, I mean, all this information is amazing. It's just like, I never even thought of half of this stuff before in my life. So for you, for you to bring that up in, I got a lot to ponder on. So I'm going to be doing some changing. I am. I definitely will be. So we're going to go ahead and go up to the business spotlight. And um, I just wanted to spotlight a <clears throat> a, a company that I'm going to have Carla speak about a little bit because she's actually using this product. So And it's a uh, sea slimes. Y'all can see it, correct? Yeah, Yes. 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 Okay. All right. So, sea slimes and mm-hmm. I'll let Carla talk about it Then we'll I'll close it up.
5: Well, um it, it's uh say her name and everything. Oh, no,
3: Alicia. I was going to okay. Well, Alicia Satchel. Right. Um, so She's the owner and this is her company and she just started it early this year and sea slimes is actually what it is it's slime but like I always tell people if you're my age you think a slime is Nickelodeon when you used to get the slime fuck on your head see I'm, I'm aging myself if you were born if you were 80s baby you know what I'm talking about Nickelodeon first came out they used to do the slime on you it's not that type of slime it's actually a consistency it's like a puttyish kind of consistency to it and it's used for many reasons it's used for stress relieving it's used for you um, it's used for children It's used for schools It's, it's like uh, Therapeutic For you to use And then Carla has some She has some yeah. of her So you can go yes. ahead Yes Yes
5: this is it It's the consistency um, Is you know Is you know uh, Um jelly type thing and it's for stress and people use it. Uh, She also says that children use these um, for uh, relaxation, relief um, of the mind, Um, custom made. She makes them for everybody to order. So these things are great. I use it when I'm at my desk and I need to like stretch it. And, you know, when I'm stressed or, I'm you know, I'm just sitting here, It just a, it's a great release for me to just sit there and play with something in my hands. And, you know, it's yeah, So that's what it's designed for. But it's also she has it for children and elementary school kids that have disorders or stress or things like that. So if you go on her website, cslimesandstuff.com, you can get more information about it, how to get it. She has bulk orders. She does parties and things and you get creative with it. It's really a great product. And like I said, it's for adults, it's for everybody. It's, it's just, It serves a purpose for everybody. So yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. so I would really recommend it. It's something to definitely um, use. And mm-hmm. I, um, I do recommend it. So, yep. all
5: yes. right.
3: Well, thank you so much, Carla, for showing the uh, actual product. <laughs> Yay! Yes. <laughs> Our people, we do support them. We put them up here and we do actually use their products and body stuff because we do believe in supporting because you're supporting us you're on here and you're supporting us and we're supporting you so we do appreciate that so let's talk about being supportive we actually ready to do a mug giveaway so now this one should be somewhat um if you've been watching us from the beginning you're about to get one of these lovely mugs so you could just enjoy um, sipping on your tea and water, water, Christy water. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy yeah, you your water while you're watching. Let's talk. So today's question, and if y'all ready? Let's go. Today's question is: What is the title of our first show? What is the title of our first show? All right. So, if you get close to it, if you don't get exact, I will take the closest one we get. But we had a show on uh, uh, February 14th. Hint, hint. February 14th is our first show. Can you believe we'll be rolled up on a year soon, ladies? We almost been on this thing for a year. Time flies when you're having fun. Uh, we show are. fun and learning at the same time, yeah. I tell you. So, our first show was February 14th. I can't tell you. I mean, I'm giving you the answer.
1: It was a show on love. I'm
3: just, I, I just said that. Yeah. No, you okay. They okay. They though.
2: You know. <laughs>
3: so, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead because I don't want to hold out because we are um, closing up. So I'm going to go ahead and talk. Now, for some reason, if you don't get it on this show, you could post on my page or the, the Let's Talk 1943 LLC facebook page or the youtube and if you send the answer the first one i get will get the mug for next week okay so i'll be i'll i'll extend it out um the next the next show is actually the two ladies that's on here right now they have birthdays coming up they actually have birthdays on the same day so um and it's going to be labor day weekend as well so we are going to take a, a little break for that weekend because there's a holiday but i will have a best of less talk so we are still going to be here it's going to be a best of less talk so you know i want my ladies to celebrate their anniversaries birthdays um like my daughter's birthday is the same time too so we have a lot of stuff going on that weekend and it's Labor Day so everybody gets a break my staff needs a break so we're going to do best of <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you. They, need, they need a break so we're going to do best of um, less Talk on, on that Sunday is on the 5th of September September 5th at 7 o'clock same time so please tune in if you may be a show you didn't, get, didn't catch before you'll be able to catch it now um, and I wanted to let you know, Let's Talk is still growing. I will be on the radio. Let's Talk is moving to the radio edition. So I'm going to be on Awesome Radio 106.9 FM. It's going to start next um, September um, 25th. I mean, 24th, excuse me. It's going to be every 4th Tuesday on Awesome Radio. So if you're in this area, plus it's online. So you can listen to anywhere in the world. And we're on Ruku. So it's going to be all over the place. So please continue to support the Let's Talk movement. So we will be, I will be um, on the radio because it's local. So I will be on the radio here. But the Let's Talk Posse will be supporting me on that. And we're just growing. Leaves and bells. All right. All right. All right. So that's all I have for this evening. Um, Do we have anything else on the comments? I think we got that taken care of, correct? Yep. All right, great, great, great. So we'll let everybody go around the horn real quick to say the goodbyes and we'll close out the show. Anybody wanna start? Ms. Colman, you wanna start first?
1: Sure, thank you for having me. This has been fun. Um,
4: I enjoyed Let's Talk.
3: All right, thank you so much. I appreciate you. All right, least you wanna go?
4: I just want to say thank you, ladies, for having me. Um,
2: And that's basically it, pretty much. All right, Christy. Thank you, ladies, so much. It's been a great conversation. I appreciate your commitment. And just remember to love yourself along the way. Whatever you do, whatever you don't do, love the one who's there with you all the time, which is you. Thank
3: you. Amen to that. And before I get off, I have to say this. It's been killing me. I got to do it. Um, four of the six people on here are Zeta Phi Beta Sorority, Incorporated. <laughs> just gotta put that in there. <laughs> I, knew you right. I knew she was ready. I knew she was
5: ready.
1: Well, you look beautiful in your blue. I
5: know. I'm telling you.
3: All see is red in (laughs) I, i just had i just had to get that in i just had to get that in but thank you ladies so much for joining us and like i said please continue to join us we really support i mean we really love you this show has been amazing. It's just been growth in my life. It's been growth in my, my panelist's lives. It's been growth in my crew. This has been something. It's not just to entertain you, but we are learning and growing with you in this whole endeavor. We're not, you know, professionals of everything, but we are learning just like y'all are. And we're just happy that we're able to just give you this because this is something that I, I mean, I always wanted to do. And God has provided this to us. And God is just amazing, y'all. I'm just... A bit about to cry. God is just amazing, and <laughs> it's just 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 to be able to do this every two weeks. This has been it's just opened doors for me as well as my panel. It's like doors have been flying open for us. So, thank you so much, and I love y'all. Until next time, let's talk.